Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way until 3 o'clock today. Uh, we still have a couple of great guests on the way right now. Nick Nelson will join us, and then uh, roughly in about 20 minutes or so, Seth Gruen will be our guest as well. But right now, it's time to say hello to Nick Nelson, Twins Daily. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Nick, how are you, pal? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing fine. Um, so the twins, uh, Trent said they, his line now is, hey, they got me to the end of July. Uh, are you good with that as well, with what the twins had on the field for talent? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously the, the bar was set very low last year. Um, I think, you know, coming this year, if you told me that, uh, that they'd be a competitive team and they'd be, have ambiguity as to whether they're going to be buyers or sellers as the deadline approached. Uh, I would have been happy with that, and and I am. You know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that it had to come crashing down uh, as quickly as everything did. Uh, but I think the timing of it, honestly, was was quite fortuitous for them, and that it was able to sort of clarify that decision, and they were able to to pick a direction and go with it. So, um, you know, all in all, I think if things had to had to kind of lead up to this point, I'm happy the way they they, they played out. Expectations certainly, Nick, coming into the year were not incredibly high. They surpassed those during the first few months of the season, right there in contention. Cleveland, Kansas City, kind of ran away right before the break. Let, let's get into the movements that were made, starting with Jaime Garcia. Uh, they get him when they were still in contention. Took a little bit longer than uh, most people anticipated, but the deal finally gets done. Then, as they're losing the Dodgers, they decide, you know what? Let's flip them again. The flip of Jaime Garcia, good move by the front office of the Twins? I think it did uh, work out quite well. I've, I've never really uh, seen anything quite like that, I don't yeah. think, in all my years of, as a baseball fan where it seemed uh, with buyers and then uh, five days later they were sellers and they sold what they just bought. But, um, you know, I think they were able to trade away a prospect that is a long ways away and much more of a lottery ticket, and the guys that they ended up getting back are – uh, farther along in the development cycle, uh, they're a little more well established, a little more big league ready, and I think, uh, you know, if they're not better prospects overall, which which I think there's a good argument for that, they're at least going to be able to help more quickly and fit in with sort of this timeline that uh, I do think that this team wants to go into 2018 as legitimate contenders, and that's what they're building towards. If if that's the case, then Nick, uh, how well stacked is their minor league system? Is there a couple of guys lurking that they think will help them next season? Yeah, there are. You know, I mean, there's there's, there's two pitchers I would say at the Double A level right now. Uh, a couple 22 year olds, I think, in Stephen Gonzalez and and Fernando Romero, who I would say are the, definitely the top two pitching prospects in the organization, if not the, the top two prospects. So uh, those guys, you could make an argument that they're ready to come up with right now. Um, but uh, at the very least, they're going to be ready to enter the mix next year. So it's about continuing to build the arms up, and that's why I was a big proponent of all the moves that they were doing. I was fine with, but I didn't want to see a move Irvin Santana. Uh, proves again yesterday to be incredibly good, gets through another complete game, his fifth of the season, and it's not because Irvin Santana, I don't think the numbers quite lie with what we've seen actually on the stat sheet that he's that good of a pitcher, but they still don't have a whole lot of different directions that they can turn. 
what's next? If it is Irvin Santana next year to go along with what we've seen out of Burrios, Mejia, what are going to be those other two spots in 2018 for the rotation? Yeah, yeah. so I think, you know, with the three guys you just mentioned, you've got a pretty good core. I mean, Irvin Santana, I think we all knew wasn't necessarily the all-star ace that he looked like uh, at times over the, the first few months, but he's a very solid middle rotation pitcher who can go out there and, and throw you complete games and, and eat away innings like he has done this year. I mean, five complete games at this point in the season is amazing. Um, you know, so you, so you got that with the upside and sort of the established ability of, of Mejia and Berrios, and I don't think it's going to be too hard to fill those two other spots. You know, the guys I just mentioned are going to be in the mix. Trevor May uh, will hopefully be ready to go next spring. Uh, you know, I'll recover from that. Tommy John, I think I heard that he was going to start throwing again this week, so he's already getting into that uh, rehab cycle now already. Uh, you know, a couple of the other guys they just traded for uh, could be in the mix as well. Um, and then, obviously, we'll see what they're able to do in terms of free agency and trades in the offseason. This is really going to be um, the first offseason that, that these new guys have really been able to come in and execute their plan. They kind of, uh, Falvey and Levine, obviously arrived sort of midway through the last offseason. We're that? having a great conversation right now with Nick Nelson, Twins Daily. Go ahead, Trent, finish up. I was just going to say he's on the Draft House 50 hotline. Yeah, I, I wanted to get one more in. So the rotation and then the bullpen. And the bullpen, well, if you watch like I did over the weekend against Oakland, they let more leads <laughs> slip away. Then, of course, they trade away Brandon Kinsler. Kinsler, a guy that they kind of built back into a closing piece. Good. Was able to get a decent return there, it sounds like. We won't really know. But how do you fix that bullpen? That, to me, is certainly the biggest question of the Twins for 2018. How are they going to be able to fix that? And for this year and the here and now, who closes games for this team? Because that bullpen's awful. Yeah, yeah, it's that's definitely the most pressing question, and uh, I think the the most legitimate reason for um, concern. You know, I, I liked a lot of what the front office did coming into this season. I don't think that they did very much to address the bullpen. They sort of left themselves open to uh, to some of the troubles that have arisen here. Um, it, it looks like right now it's going to be Matt Belisle uh, as sort of the main closer. I think I think I heard he was warming up in the ninth yesterday, which which would have been a save opportunity if, if Santana wouldn't have finished the job. Um, you know, he's the veteran. He's pitched a lot better of late. Um, but, you know, obviously they don't really have any great options uh, with Kinsler gone. And long term, uh, it's a big question. I don't know if Glenn Perkins is really going to come back uh, in the form that he ever had before. Uh, you know, a lot of their minor leaguers who I think they were hoping would enter the fold this year have been hurt or have sort of spun their wheels. So uh, that's going to be the huge question. Who's going to be the closer and, and who are going to be those late inning guys in general next year? And that's going to be one of the biggest things that uh, this front office has to tackle. Are you still, like, into the team? I mean, look, I know we still have uh, August and September left, but seeing them fade as quickly as, as they are beginning to fade, do you think there could still be some sort of rally because Cleveland is not running away with this division? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't discount the possibility. Um, you know, they've got a little bit of a softer schedule coming up here. Uh, you know, you win, you win five and six games, five or six games in a row, and then and then things can change pretty quickly. Especially if, uh, yeah, obviously Cleveland and Kansas City got very hot there for a little bit leading up to the deadline, but neither one's been a really great team all year long. Uh, I think the big key is going to be can the Twins get their offense back on track? You know, the, the pitching sort of is what it is, but uh, this team hasn't scored more than six runs in a game in like three or four weeks, and that doesn't really fly in the in the MLB today, where it's you know more of a explosive power-hitting baseline sort of that you're dealing with. I mean, the Astros are averaging like six runs a game. So, uh, 
I think that's going to be the big key. If they can get Snell going and get their offense kind of clicking again, I can see a winning streak that gets them back into the mix. Talking baseball with Twins Dailies, Nick Nelson on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Uh, with that, Nick, the Twins are getting ready to probably set up for the future. Is most everybody now turning their attention to the Vikings? We know the Vikings are certainly what rules the roost up there in Minneapolis. Is, is most people now turning their attention, looking over in Mankato and what's happened with the purple and gold? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, that's starting to kick up the hype machine. I think um, training camp getting underway at the same time as the Twins have sort of faded into oblivion has sort of accelerated that switch in interest. Um, so, yeah, but they got an exciting team this year. I think everyone was left uh, a little unfulfilled by, by what happened last year, and uh, everyone's kind of hoping that the offensive line can, can stay a little healthier this year and, uh, you know, they'll be able to – maybe get off to a better start and, and actually sustain it as opposed to, to falling off a cliff like they did a year ago. So falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> We're very, very used to it. Uh, if we can ever get to the cliff top to begin with. Hey Nick, let me just follow up. Did any of the deals at the trading deadlines surprise you? Uh, no, I mean, obviously, I think the, the Jaime Garcia thing was unusual, so it was surprising in that regard. I thought uh, trading Brandon Kinsler was pretty much a no-brainer with him being a, a free agent at the end of the year. I was I was pretty surprised they were able to flip John Ryan Murphy, the, the minor league catcher, and actually get what looks like a pretty decent relief prospect for him. So so that one took me a little bit by surprise. Um, but I think this trade deadline, you know, not just for the Twins, but in general, sort of played out like a lot of people expected. A lot of the names that, that sort of people thought were going to move did move. Uh, you know, and it, and it really is, it really is a buyer's market uh, or seller's market, excuse me, these days with with two uh, two wild card spots and a lot more teams feeling like they're in the mix and trying to make those pushes. Nick, uh, one more on the Minnesota sports scene, uh, scene, and I'll let Jim finish up with you here. You're uh, a proud Minnesota, the U alum, and you got a new football coach up there in PJ Fleck. Now you're a younger guy, so maybe this hits in, but. You saw something very similar. The fan base saw something very similar in terms of trying to sell the program and Tim Brewster. What's been the reaction overall up there? I, I know there's going to be a section that loves P.J. Fleck and his goofy nature. There's going to be the other side that absolutely hates it. But in general, what, what has been before he's ever coached a game for the Gophers? What are people saying about P.J. Fleck up there? Well, there's definitely a uh, sense of uh, of caution, I think, uh, after everyone lived through the Tim Brewster era. Uh, I was actually in school when when the Gophers hired Tim Brewster, and I did a I did an interview with him for a journalism class, and he was yeah, exuberant, uh, to say the <laughs> least. And then I think he and I think the following year he won one game. So, uh, you know, there's there's definitely that, but I think Fleck uh, definitely has more of a track record, a legitimate track record behind him, and sort of. He's proven himself. He definitely proved himself last year going to a bowl game and everything. So uh, I think there's people are a little more willing to buy in, but, you know, he's going to have to go out there and do it on the field and win people over. There's no question about it. All right, then let me just quickly follow up then on that. Has he captured the tw- – look, I, I know it's a Vikings town, but has he captured the imagination of the casual sports fan in the Twin Cities? Yeah, well, it's, it's not too hard to capture at this point. I think people are looking for something to believe in. So, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of intrigue around him. I know that a lot of the uh, media personalities and, and uh, people who cover the teams up here have been really impressed with what they've seen, even people that are familiar with Brewster. So 
Um, there's definitely something that seems very genuine and sincere about him, and, and he's really generating a lot of excitement. But, yeah, we're going to have to see him go out and do it on the field because this program has really been struggling for a long time. So uh, they've got to turn a corner here. We saw a couple of years back, Nick, uh, Cleveland get their own 30 for 30 documentary, and then they finally break through with LeBron, bringing them a championship with the Cavaliers. Are we heading down the same road with the Minnesota sports scene? I mean, the NBA team hasn't been in the playoffs the longest of any team in the NBA right now. The Wild uh, continue disappointments even when they get there. The Twins have won one playoff series since 1991. Uh, the Vikings, well, I mean, what do you say about the Vikings? The Gophers haven't been to a Rose Bowl in 50 years. The only Final Four that the Gophers have seen in basketball had to be stripped because Clem Atkins was a, a big cheater. Are they going to get their own 30 for 30 is where I'm going? Uh, I would love to believe it. I mean, I've lived here my whole life, and I've been through uh, so many times where it seemed like they're ready to ready to turn that corner, and it hasn't happened. But um, I will say, you know, on on all fronts, there's a lot to to like. I mean, you mentioned the Timberwolves; they're obviously shaping up to uh, to put themselves in position as a as a championship contender. And um, you know, the Vikings have a good young core. I think that defense could dominate if they can just keep their offensive line healthy. I think the Twins have the young core. Uh, that's hopefully just entering its winning cycle here, and and there's a lot of things to like with with the with the college sports scene. So um, there's a lot of things to be optimistic about. But you know, like I said, we just we just got to see it play out on the field because uh, if anything, the thirty for thirty that would uh, that would be playing so far would be one of despair and disappointment. So uh, it's going to take a lot to turn that around. <laughs> I'm going to let you go. Now there's this. yeah, there's positivity <laughs> if I ever heard it right there. A true Minnesota. <laughs> well, Nick, I'm going to take you back to your youth and. Uh, I like to bring this up from time to time to the Vikings fans and just Minnesota sports fans in general. You ready to listen to uh, going back to 1998? You ready? Yeah, yeah, hit me with it. Here I am in the cities where it gets real cold With my team on the verge of a Super Bowl Every Sunday's like a party, y'all I'm talking football, best in the league Style, strength, and speed When you think of Minnesota, think the Minnesota Vikes Chris Carter, BJ, John Randall yes! Nothing less than ill on the football field Every time we play a game, they be like Can y'all feel me? We on the game at all Jimmy B, I yes. don't know you, you were not around here at the time But the Minnesota Vikings Came out with a Will Smith Parody Going to yes. Miami for the Super Bowl, and uh, well, we know what happens there. Nick, does that bring up some painful memories? It sure does. Yeah, thanks for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with that for the rest of the afternoon. Right, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That was sometimes great. it's just that too was easy. Great. It's too easy. Oh, jeez. Oh, thank you, man. It's always good though when you come on, Nick. Thank you for your time. You have a great day. Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys too. Oh, Nick man. Nelson, everybody. I know. On the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. That was awesome. I do remember that parody, too. Okay. That was, yes, that because was great. I, I was a freshman, but when yes. I came home, as the Vikings were going through this ridiculous season, I came home for Thanksgiving, and, and this song was played on all the Minnesota, since I lived on the border, all the Minnesota radio stations at the time up there. I said, what in God's name is this garbage that they are playing on the radio? Well, sure enough, it was a Will Smith parody. I figured that was right up your alley, Jimmy B. 
Uh, it was great. Uh, and I and I liked I told you Will Smith is the greatest rapper of all time. Shut up. So this fit this fit Shut right up. in. <laughs> this fit this fit right in oh. with going to Miami with Will Smith. I thought it was tremendous. I really did. It was awful just like the Vikings. The, and the way they ended things that oh. one was tough. I I as yeah. somebody that grew up around all Vikings fans, that one. And I go back to that day, sitting at my buddy's house. We had some uh, friends that were in town that are also Vikings fans. And I said, just kind of flippantly, you know Gary Anderson's going to miss a kick that's going to cost him the game. <laughs> he had not missed a kick all year long. I said it before the game. Yeah. Shut up, Condon, yeah. you moron. Now leave us yeah. alone. You know, the Bears are terrible. Shut up. And as we're watching it unfold and they have the t- seven-point lead, a chance to put it to ten and put it away. He missed it, and I didn't say a word. And they all just looked at me, all the Vikings fans, like, oh, my God, is this really going to happen? And, well, the rest, the rest is history, Jimmy B. I'm surprised they didn't just boot you out of the house right at, that, right at that time. They Just get out. Get out of here, man. <laughs> it is the Vikings as an organization. For as solid as they've been as an organization, There's been so much ineptitude on the backside of it. You go back Mm -hmm. the four Super Bowl losses uh, of Jim Marshall running the wrong way. Uh, There's, it's a dark history. It really is. For they they haven't been run poorly. They've been good a lot of years throughout the times, but they just never ever are able to break through. It's it's kind of a one of the more odd NFL teams out there. You know. It, it, it's very similar. Look, everybody goes back and say, well, they lost four Super Bowls. Yeah, they did, but they didn't lose them back to back to back to back like the Buffalo Bills did. So there are comparisons there. But, but the but Bills, you're, outside of that stretch, they've been a pretty yeah. inept organization. I mean, they haven't made the they playoffs. They have been. Right. The Vikings at least have been good. You know, they'll, they'll have stretches yes. of goodness. Yes. You go back, those 80s teams were really good defensively. Uh, they had opportunities. 98, we talked about how dynamic that team was. You go back to Brett Favre's year, they, they're there in the NFC Championship game. That's the difference, and that's why it's different than the Bills. They had a great team and a great run over a decade in the four straight Super Bowls. The Vikings have been good throughout time, yet always find a way year after year to stub themselves and, and shoot themselves in the foot. It never fails. It just never seems to get any better for the Vikings from that particular standpoint. You're absolutely right. By the way, um, I, I didn't get a chance to get this in when we had Nick on, but you asked me last uh, yesterday mm-hmm. if I was going to watch the being P.J. Fleck on ESPNU last night. Yeah. Trent, I, I did watch some of that show. I did. Was it good? No. <laughs> That's about what I figured. Did he annoy the crap out of you? Uh, he did not. No, he did okay. not. Because when they when they did the interview stuff with him, he was pretty calm. Mm. He really was. But they did go back. He was a terrific athlete in high school. And people forget that he spent two seasons with the 49ers. Now, he was on the practice squad, but he was there and got hurt. And that's how then he got into coaching after he got hurt. So I I think it's pretty uh, it, it was pretty interesting that that kind of gives you a little different perspective about him, mm-hmm. uh, but particularly him growing up and being the type of athlete that he was. Well, we need to take a timeout. When we come back on the other side, we talk some Twins 
We're talking baseball as a whole. Seth Gruen will be here. Also, maybe a little Big Ten talk with Chicago-based Seth Gruen as we roll through. It's a Thursday. Back with more here on the Big Talkers 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. It's Iowa Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Fresno Grizzlies tonight at 7.08. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun. Stay for the game. iowacubs.com. Allergy sufferers? The name's Nigel. I'm a well-educated owl, therefore well-versed in the difference between what's wise and unwise. Talking like a pirate on a job interview. Unwise. Using new Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. In a clinical study, 90% of allergy sufferers who use Zizol felt powerful 24-hour relief after just one day. So for continuous allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take new Zizol. Use as directed. A message from the American Migraine Foundation. It's an absolute nightmare. There's pain that does not stop. I feel trapped by migraine. Migraine is a disabling disease. I feel like I'm dying. You feel like the world's closing in on you. There's nothing you can do. It's like you're trapped in your head. There's no escaping it. You can't leave your body. Don't suffer alone. Make your move against migraine. Visit AmericanMigraineFoundation.org to find help, learn more, and get connected. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. 
Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we go till 3 o'clock today. You can always get in on the conversation as well at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Always fun when we have Seth Gruen on the show. A little college football with Bleacher Report and Big Ten Unfiltered. We say hello to him on the Draft House 50 hotline. Seth, how are you doing, pal? Hey, great. I actually moved this week. It was a little hectic, but all is good now heading into the weekend. That's the worst. Moving is the absolute mm. worst. Hey, yeah, I see, know I'm it's not... not. Go ahead. I'm not like one of these players who who has an agent set up all the moving things for him. <laughs> I, I I had to do it myself, as uh, as you guys can relate. Us common folk have to do. Uh, yes, we know both Trent and I uh, know that very very well. Hey, I know there's a. Football tonight of the NFL variety and exhibition season for the Hall of Fame game. Uh, will you pay much attention to that just to see some of the college guys who were drafted by these two teams and see how they perform? You know, it's funny. I, I, I feel like this game always creeps up on everybody. It's like, oh, oh, the Hall of Fame game's tonight. You know, you know it's played on a Thursday. Um, you know, I, I might peek at it a little bit. Uh, I, when I watch these preseason games from that perspective, I, I'm just more interested to see how these guys are employed, um, you know, how, 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 they're, how they're utilized, more so than how they play. I don't put a lot of stock into it because I think most teams, you know, have found a place for their first or third rounders at, at a minimum and probably to some extent fourth rounders too. So uh, the level of play I'm not as concerned about, but I'm always interested to see how certain guys are used. Sure. Well, uh, we're going to jump into your expertise, and that is Major League Baseball. we got a couple other things we want to run by you. But, you know, in the NBA, the, the new adage is super teams. Are the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Dodgers, would you consider them a baseball super team? Um, you know, I, I saw uh, some sort of headline with that uh, association. I think probably the closest would, would be the Red Sox, just when you consider all the great young talent that they have. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's a simple one-to-one because I think this season in particular, fans have learned, and even I've learned, how, 
important great starting pitching is because hitting slumps. So from that perspective, I think that the Dodgers have a super pitching staff. I think they have a super team from that perspective. Um, you know, obviously they have some great young talent too, but I think it's a, it's a really tough comparison to make. And quite frankly, if I were to make it, I'd probably go with the Red Sox just because of the names they have on that team uh, are, are a little bit bigger. You know, I'm, I'm real curious this particular baseball season with the teams that are now in first place. And they are the teams that were all the favorites at the beginning of the year. Is there anybody out of the wild card do you think could knock out one of the so-called top teams in either league, the American or the national? I don't see it happening. Um, I think particularly in the national league, uh, the, uh, the regular season had some predictability to it. Now I think it sets up for a great October. Um, but when I think you look, you know, up and down those divisions, I, I think people kind of felt Bryce Harper would have a bounce back year and that would help the nationals. I, I don't think people sort of predicted that the Cubs would have all these bumps in the road. They probably thought it would be a little bit more smooth sailing, but, Talking about the end product to date, yeah, I think people thought that the Cubs would be in control of the NL Central. Uh, I think the NL West is probably the one that was a little less predictable. I think people figured it to be a two-team race between the San Francisco Giants and the Dodgers. So uh, from that perspective, I think it was a little bit less predictable. But, you know, that said, I think everybody thought the Dodgers had the talent to go out and win that division. Uh, and, and now that they're so far ahead, and, and you could argue probably the best team in baseball, uh, I, I don't see anyone catching them. So from that National League perspective, can't really see it. I know there's some believers on the American League side and the Kansas City Royals. I, I'm not so sure. I think the Yankees and Red Sox still may duel it out. But, you know, the, the short of it is no. And certainly on the National League, I think it's a pretty definitive no. You know, uh, we get to see the debut tonight of the Yankees' Sonny Gray as he makes his way over there. <laughs> Expectations very high. Where are you at Gray in general and, and what the Yankees gave up in return and just kind of how he fits? You know, what should be the expectations for Sonny Gray in the pinstripes? Uh, liked him a couple seasons ago. Certainly I thought he was a player that the Cubs uh, should have pursued aggressively. I, I believe they did. Um, and no, he kind of had an up-and-down year last year. I, I'll say this, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I have, you know, debut expectations for Sonny Gray, but I certainly expect him to be a staple in that rotation uh, and a guy that the Yankees can rely on to be a front-line starter. That's why they traded for him. In terms of what they gave up, I think that this, this group of starting pitchers who, who became available at the trading deadline was a unique subset in such that not only were they, they impact guys, and I'm talking about Quintana, Gray, Darvish to an extent, but, uh, you know, they're guys, especially in Quintana and Gray, whose contracts offered you the ability to address your rotation beyond the 2017 season. Uh, of course, we often see teams giving up big hauls of prospects for rentals. I mean, we saw it last year with some bullpen arms. We saw it with uh, – the Cubs and Araldis Chapman last year and giving up Glaber Torres, who right now is the number two prospect in the game, despite the fact that he's hurt. Um, so I, I think that each team gave up an appropriate uh, 
an appropriate figure in terms of prospects and, and, and where they rank and everything like that, simply because you're able to address concerns in your rotation. And I think, you know, anytime you're able to do that at the deadline, improve your team in a given year and beyond, uh, you've really, really uh, done a great service to your organization. So uh, to answer, I guess, the original question, what are my expectations for Sonny Gray? Well, you know, I think he has the ability, he, he certainly has the arm to be, uh, be an ace, be a frontline guy, be a guy that, uh, you know, in the future the Yankees can give the ball to uh, in, in game one of uh, any playoff series. Seth Gruen is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Seth, take me to the Houston Astros. Even though they have been dominating the West in the American League from the get-go, I mean the first pitch, they were already six games in front with just one pitch. And here they are with just a commanding lead, yet it seems nobody is even talking about them, even nationally. Is that just because they're the Astros? You know, it's interesting. I don't know if I've had this discussion with you guys before or I was asked elsewhere, but um, I just think for whatever reason that AL West just doesn't get a lot of publicity. Um, even though Houston's a massive market, I think to some extent uh, they play second fiddle to the Rangers in that state. Uh, you know, we know uh, that the Angels are that sort of that secondary team um, you know, you look at the Mariners, I think they've, they haven't really been relevant. So I think that division as a whole gets largely overlooked, especially when you consider, you know, you go back to the Rangers, John Daniels is one of the, the fine executives in the game. I think Jeff Bannister is one of the great up and coming managers and, and neither of them really gets recognized as much as they should. So I think it's sort of, uh, unsurprising that the Astros don't get that kind of publicity, but you're absolutely right. Uh, Jimmy, they, they, they should. Um, and they're absolutely a World Series contender. And I think that coming off the 2015 season when they were a wild card team, they were very, very disappointed in the, with the way they, which they, with the way in which they played in 2016. Uh, obviously their pitching has been far better this season and, and that's been the difference for them, but they were aggressive this offseason. I, I don't know that one team did more to help itself, but one team was more aggressive in signing free agents than the Astros this season. So, you know, a- absolutely, I think that they're World Series contender. I think the fact that they're overlooked is just a product of the division they play in, which year in and year out just does not get a lot of publicity. Aaron Judge, how concerned should we be? The strikeout numbers continuing to pile up, and after that uh, ridiculous start to the season, batting average starting to go down. How concerned are you with Aaron Judge? Well, look, power hitters are going to strike out. I-, I don't think every guy can be Anthony Rizzo, who, you know, seemingly flirts with. Uh, a strike to a walk to strike ratio that that's higher than one to one. I mean that that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that said, I think this is just part of development. Development continues at the major league level. Uh, you know, look, alarms are going to sound a lot loud, a lot louder when a guy's wearing pinstripes. Sure. So I'm sure that people in New York are up in arms. But the reality is, this guy's a superstar. He's going to figure it out. I just think right now he's sort of in that mode where pitchers have figured out how to pitch to him, and now he's sort of in that, that area where he's figuring out and he reacts. And, and I think it's always give and take. And, look, you guys have heard me say this before, and, and I don't mean to spout out the same cliches or the same phrases, but, uh, again, 
a 300 hitter, it doesn't mean that they go three, that they get three hits out of every 10 at bats. It's just, it, 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 it ebbs and flows more than that. And I think baseball at its core is about sort of, you know, that, that, that give and take between pitchers and hitters where a hitter goes on some kind of streak and then one guy figures out how to pitch to him and, and other pitchers in successive games and series sort of take from that playbook. And in the meantime, that hitter figures out how to react and, 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 and how to react to that strategy and, and hit better and then hits better, and that cycle continues over and over again. And I think uh, Aaron Judge is just amidst a downturn in that cycle. Uh, take me then to Cleveland and Kansas City. Neither of those teams can win worth a damn all of a sudden. What happened? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, again, part of the ebb and flow of a baseball season. I, I've never been you know, that firm a believer in Kansas City, I think that, you know, as much as they've sort of faked the idea that they're a contending team in the AL Central, I still believe they're in a rebuild. I think they made moves that, that were indicative of that. The way Davis trade, obviously, um, you know, was, was one of the headliners. Um, I, I still think Cleveland has the pitching to make a World Series run here. Uh, am I going to pick them right now out of the American League? No. Uh, but I still believe in their capabilities. I still believe in their manager. Uh, I believe in the arms they have in the bullpen. And, and ultimately, I think they're going to right the ship. Last one for me here, Seth. Uh, in terms of prospects, see uh, the Mets have called up one of their youngsters uh, coming up, started the last couple of days. The future, uh, any guys that you're keeping an eye on, you're excited, that's more than likely going to be called up here over the final two months? Oh, that's a good question. Um you know, I I, I got to tell you, the one guy I'm excited about, and I don't know if he's going to be called up in September or not, probably, maybe not, is Michael Kopik. I mean, the guy uh, has been clocked, I, I believe, unofficially at 108 miles per hour. And, look, I know it's Woo! easy for me to default to uh, one of the Chicago teams because I live here. Uh, but I'm just amazed at what Rick Khan has done. And, uh, to me, he's he's really elevated himself. In, in sort of the pantheon of uh, executives currently operating in the game today, uh, the way he's been able to leverage some of these guys and make some of these trades, to me, um, is unbelievable. I mean, Jose Quintana, for example, did, was not having his best year. I think that there was some concern on the south side as to whether or not they'd be able to get full value for him at the trade deadline and whether or not they'd have to wait until the winter. And... Rick Hahn went out and, and, and struck a deal with, you know, forget that it's the Cubs, but uh, a guy in Theo Epstein who's considered the best executive in the game currently, if not ever, and got him to give up a top 10 prospect. I never thought he would be able to get a top 10 guy for Jose Quintana. And when you read the reports and hear the rumors, even the Yankees uh, were hesitant to do that. Look, I, I know what the question was. Uh, you know, Michael Kopech to me, is probably the most interesting prospect in the game right now when you consider the fact that, you know, he had some off-the-field issues with Boston, too, um, you know, some fights with teammates, just otherworldly talent, and, and I think there's some question as to whether or not he's going to come out of the bullpen. So he, he's a guy I'm excited to see at the major league level, but, you know, wh whenever you bring up any White Sox prospects currently <laughs> in the system, I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Rick Hahn's name. He's done an outstanding job. Uh, I I'm just really amazed at uh, – what he's been able to to acquire all right totally different topic i want to take you because this is all of a sudden uh, a popular topic on twitter
uh, with Ryan Tannehill, uh, the Dolphins quarterback, injuring his <laughs> knee. Uh, now there is speculation that Miami will make a call to either Colin Kaepernick or my partner's favorite quarterback of the Bears, oh, Jake guy. Cutler. Jake Cutler. What do you think of that, Seth? Well, I don't know. I don't know if Jake Cutler could make more money under center or in the broadcast booth. Um, I, I think, look, from what I understand, I think Jay is still itching to play to a degree. He's the type of guy that, you know, likes to say, I told you so, likes to shove it back in, in people's faces. Um, I, I think personally, don't mean to, to, to turn it political, I, I think Colin Kaepernick should be signed. You know, when you look back at that Riley Cooper situation, who he, he made a racial slur and um, was mm-hmm. brought back by the Eagles. Now, I know playing quarterback in the NFL is a little bit different than wide receiver, uh, but I think there's a little bit of a double standard going on. Um, I, I still think I believe in Colin Kaepernick's talents. He's the guy, uh, all things being equal, I would rather have. I think Kaepernick's proven he can do some winning. Uh, at that level, Jay Cutler, less so, to me, is more of an average quarterback with a, a great arm. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'd go with Kaepernick. Uh, I wouldn't rule out Cutler, though I think, you know, he's probably pretty resigned to the fact that uh, he's in the next phase of, uh, of his career, which is uh, as a TV commentator. But, yeah, real interesting stuff there. Good stuff. Didn't expect that question. No, it's always <laughs> something. You never know what Jimmy B's got up his sleeve yeah. for you, Seth. You handled it like a pro as always. Good catching up with you again. All right, thanks, guys. Looking forward to talking some Big Ten next time. Absolutely. We'll That'll do be it. good. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Seth. See you, buddy. There you go. Seth uh, Gruen uh, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Trent, that just came across, that speculation. Uh, and I just thought the Jay Cutler thing was really interesting, uh, knowing the, how much uh, you didn't care for him as a Chicago well, Bears quarterback. That, that's not exactly true after seeing the years of ineptitude back there. When you've seen Peter Tom Willis and Henry Burris and Moses okay. Moreno start at the quarterback position, I wasn't nearly as big of a hater as many people were for Cutler, but it had run its course by the end. That That's more where I got to. I thought you were going to go somewhere else where you love to go. I thought you were going to mention Tim Tebow, and I was, I was just going no. to walk out of the studio. No, but listen, uh, he hit another home run the other night, so he's still tearing up the A-League, so what the hey? I'd hope so. He's 27 years old. It's like, <laughs> it's like me dominating down in the Little League. <laughs> hey, listen, since you've been on this uh this new plan, and you've already dropped ten pounds. Yeah, uh, you got you got to feel like you're just feeling great right now. Oh, there's no doubt about it. A big thank you to the people out at New Leaf Wellness helping me out. I'm on the GAC. I'm on the Mick. I'm feeling good. I got energy, and I'm losing weight. And I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to be dominating you in one on one here in a couple weeks. Uh, in your dreams, big oh, boy. In your dreams. In your dreams. I keep yeah. losing pounds. I'm going to be dunking on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a seven-and-a-half-foot hoop. Well, of course. That's where, that's where you and I got to play. That's the way it works. <laughs> we'll come back on the other side, put a cap on things. What's happening tonight presented by Rockstar Satellite. All next here on Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. If your car's due up for an oil change, but you've been holding out till Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil was on sale for just $5.79 a quart, does that mean you've been patient or you've been procrastinating? Either way, your procrastinate patience just paid off. Because you can get Mobile One Full Synthetic for just $5.79 a quart. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 831.17. It's Macy's one-day sale Saturday with a preview day Friday with amazing deals of the day like dresses for her, 20% off, men's suits, dress shirts and ties, 50 to 70% off, take 30 to 50% off shoes for her, save on dazzling fine jewelry selections, 60 to 75% off, and designer bedding collections and bath essentials, 60% off. Earn plenty points. Green Macy's one-day sale. Plenty. Lots of points. Lots of places. One rewards program. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. 
The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment. Equipment on return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make a Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Well, Jimmy B, we made it. It's the last segment of the day, putting a cap on things here. We'll be back tomorrow on a football Friday. Yeah, you, you heard me, Jim. Football Friday tomorrow. What do you think of that? I am loving life, pal. We'll even have a game to even talk about, even though it's an NFL exhibition game. At least we get something tonight. But I got a little fun up my sleeve here. Jim Brinson, I'm going to take you back 30 years ago today. You ready? I'm ready. 1987. I was uh, getting ready for third grade. I was uh, (laughs) living in beautiful New Haven, Iowa, population 40 with two bars. And I was also watching a lot of Minnesota Twins baseball that summer as they were on their way to making it to the World Series and made my first baseball game that year up at the Metrodome. But on this day... August 3rd, 1987. Where were you at, Jimmy B, in 87? Do you remember? Uh, yes, I was uh, in Pittsburgh okay. and uh, as a television sports anchor. Uh-huh. And then I was uh, working for uh, ABC and ESPN as well. So you live in the good life. Well, you'll remember this one, I'm sure, very well. I was watching the Twins game with my uncle. He had a satellite dish. So he was able to get all the Twins games. And I happened to be watching late one night as they were playing on the West Coast against the Angels. 30 years ago, this happened. They're saying either loading up the baseball or something, and Tom Kelly's really getting into it with Dave Phillips and with Tim Cheetah. Dave Phillips took a baseball at Gaylord Perry's to New York one time. Checking him all over. I've never seen him do a search like this, quite like this before. (laughs) He's out of there. He's been kicked out of the game. So, Necro, Jimmy B. Yeah, yeah, it was great video, and and you could see the little sandpaper fly out of his back pocket, too. Uh Uh-huh. It was so, so good. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to put the uh, video up on on Twitter here in just a little bit, at Trent Condon, and I'll put that up. But him going through all the theatrics, 
gets the file out as he is scuffing up the baseball and tries to toss it to the side as he pulls it out of his back pocket. Just about got away with it, Jimmy B. He just about did. Look, uh, look, I've, I've seen people, uh, go through the TSA line at airports and they didn't frisk you as well as what they did on the mound that day, uh, on Necro. <laughs> look, it was, it was an amazing scene. It really was. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're sitting there watching it and you're going, what, what are they doing here? Because, you know, there's no microphone. There's no right. way to really know what the conversation was about. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, you see this thing fly out of his back pocket. And just like that, uh, he's ejected because he had the file in there. Necro was awful that year. Still looking back at this 87 Twins team, it, it is a wonder how they won the World Series. It was Frank Filola who was very good. An mm-hmm. aging Burt Blylevin that was pretty good. Jim, can you name the other Minnesota twin to start games there in 1987? I, I would bet a lot of money that you'll have no clue. I have no clue. I was trying to think as soon as you said that. Yeah. I have no, no clue. I mean, I knew those two guys sure. right away. Sure. But no, no one else. Who? Come on, help me out here. Les Straker was the third pitcher that year during the playoffs. He was had a two-year career, in fact, a two-year career. He was out of wow. baseball after the next season, 1988. That's what he got out of Les Straker. It, it was absolutely crazy how they got it done, but they did. They were world champions that year. And uh, 30 years ago today, it was Mr. Joe Necro ejected from the game for that one. Well, Jimmy B., that means we're out of time, my man. So uh, watching the tournament a little bit tonight, NFL, baseball, good night of viewing on your Rockstar Satellite. It is a good night of viewing. Uh, when I get home, I'm going to finish up, probably watch a little of the uh, Cubs in Arizona. They're playing right now in Arizona with runners at first and third and nobody out in the uh, first inning. So I'll have a little viewing to partake in when I have a sandwich after the show here today. Uh, I am going to watch some of that uh, tournament, though. They just call it the the basketball tournament, and it's for two million bucks. And former, we talked about it earlier. Uh, former Cyclone DeAndre Kane is in this game, so that'll be kind of fun to watch. And then Trent, come on, you know I'm going to have it on, uh, probably at Draft House. I'll probably go there, and that way I've got everything up on the monitors right in front of me. You know I'm going to watch the NFL. Uh, exhibition game tonight you know how we you we know how you do it jimmy b gotta have all those tvs up there speaking of draft house 50 again each and every day we're giving away a pint a day to draft house 50 and you're also in for a chance to get into the league of champions for fantasy football make sure to listen each and every day your chance to win with draft house 50 and jimmy b and tc that'll do it for the program today Thanks, everybody out there for listening in. Back tomorrow at noon here on The Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is The Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-914-8787. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP-related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-914-8787. This offer won't last. Call now. 800-914-8787. 800-914-8787. Guys, get to JCPenney's biggest sale of the season. Find great brands like Levi's 502 Regular Fit Jeans for $39.99. Or get 25% off select styles of Nike tees, shorts, shoes, and backpacks. Also, check out our great selection of men's big and tall sizes. And download the JCPenney app for even more savings. Hurry, the biggest sale of the season ends Saturday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. See store at jcp.com for details. Season refers to 619 to 85. Right now, you can save some major green at the Home Depot's Red, White, and Blue Savings Event with up to 40% off appliance special buys. Clean up big with a stackable LG front load washer and electric dryer. Now just $4.99 each. That's $500 in savings for the pair. Shop our lowest prices of the season, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. Cast dryer extra. See store for details. Valid 621 through 712. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM.